0: Yeah, so I guess like the first thing, like one of the first things I mentioned in my review is this like fixation on morality that you see super prevalent right now. Like you see this with this, I don't know, this social justice stuff. Um, But yeah, like what you're doing kind of like, I don't know, smacks all that stuff in the face because you're coming off as someone who's not super self-serious, who's not trying to prove like, oh, look at me and it seems like reading some of the interviews that you've done like this was intentional because you're like you kind of predicted there's there're going to be these like rich ivy league white boys who are going to write reviews disparaging you know how you're responsible and how you know how messed up these things are that you're saying and it's like okay but at what point do you look in the mirror and ask like am i really that much of an uh, you know an upstanding citizen like are any of us really like that and that's what was refreshing to me that Finally, someone who's not really taking themselves super seriously. Because from there, then you can actually, like... There's room for, like, actual moral growth once you chill out a little bit. Right, right, you know? and right. Like, you're, okay, I'm a real person with issues like everyone else. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, what, what's, what was behind that for you? Like, how much of this was calculated? I don't know. I'm curious to know what's, what's behind it. Yeah. I mean,
1: well, first off, yeah, you know, thanks for reading the book and writing that review and, and sending me the review. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of, uh, cringed at that line a little bit when I, <laughs> cause I remember, I remember when I, when I did that interview and, um, I don't know, it was a little bit like, I didn't need to go off like that, you know, to talk about I mean, like, it white boys, me laugh. you know, yeah, I it was it. kind of and funny. It, but
0: it was so accurate though, because it's, there was, there's right. a particular review that I linked in the article that like, It was some pretentious kid from Colombia who was going off like, this is so irresponsible. I'm like, hello, this is exactly the type of person.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, I I wouldn't say, well, first I would say, I wouldn't say it's not more, like every book has a morality that it's putting forward. Yeah. I mean, you know, and and the book was a lot about pointing out a certain amount of hypocrisy. Um, I mean, the thing with the book is that it came out of, so much um i don't know i kind of withstood like a damn slander campaign before the book even came out a little bit you know what i mean (laughs) so everything got really heightened you know what i mean like it was this wild thing where i always knew it was going to be a bomb because of the title because of the language Mm -hmm. because everything like me and john knew it was going to be a bomb Mm -hmm. but something happened i mean i've been thinking about it more since everything happened and on some level i'm like damn like i was like in the middle like grieving some pretty intense stuff and i just had like people who were really close to me like flip on me and just start this whole pile on i mean it's easy pile on bro if you're a writer Mm -hmm. and some writer gets like a bag any type of bag (laughs) yeah because that's different that's more than yours and and they're getting, you know, like, a certain kind of attention. It's such an easy pile-on, bro. It's like everyone would. Yeah. Like, I, I see shit all the time. You know, I've been a writer, too, you know? But it did kind of get amplified in this way. I mean, I go back and think about it, like... In some ways, I think it's good, though, because I can't think of any other book that, like, actually gets uh, flamed. <laughs> like yeah. like, multi, like, in different ways, in this way. Most book reviews are, like, just the most... It's just like they're friends, like, yeah, right, you know, like literature, like, you want to be part of it too, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Um, is but, there, um, yeah, but is there any part of you that's you disappointed, a different way. though? But like, when you, when yeah, like, when you read the critical ones, like, is there any part of you that's like annoyed that they don't get it? Um, I mean, I mean, a lot of this stuff, it's like
1: deliberately <laughs> to not get like in some ways like the language it's like you think i don't know motherfucker you don't you think i don't know how you're gonna respond to me right in this way and in this way yeah or whatever i don't even see it like that you think i don't know that you think i didn't do that deliberately to fuck with you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so that's like funny or that's part of it but um i think the main thing is just like i don't know the main thing that's disappointing about it about the whole process was just like um yeah, I don't know. Just like, you know, people could be upset about stuff, but just like there was an aspect of like straight slander mm-hmm. in terms of just like assumptions about just like a kind of attack on authenticity, which is just not based in fact. at Yeah. All. You know, this idea that like, oh, if you go to an Ivy League school, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just absurd. Yeah. I mean, if you read my book or you know anything about my upbringing, it's totally absurd, you know? Yeah. And I wonder if that could be a barrier of entry to some people. But I mean, shit, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't you, you don't got, it. no one has to read it. You know,
0: <laughs> but what was your hope then? Like, what what was the point of writing this for you? Like, knowing that a lot of people would not get this at all,
1: I think a lot of people get it. Bro. I mean, they're a lot of people do. The people who are they're just not the people like who, who's writing like emotional? Uh, have you ever written like an emotional Goodreads review?
0: Mm.
1: Maybe okay, maybe you have. You have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I never have. <laughs> I never yeah. have. And I also might yeah like, um, I, I you know you want people to confront it. You know, like, I mean, bro, I had 50 one star good review, Goodreads reviews before the book was even done. Yeah. You understand? (laughs) This is not, this is a full on slander. Like I basically, but I had so much real shit I was grieving and dealing with. I did not get, I couldn't give a fuck about that, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the levels of it were so, so heavy. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I don't know. Um, No, I get a lot of messages from people, bro. Like I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing because it is like, that's the one thing about your review. I liked your review a lot and I appreciated it a lot, mm-hmm. but there was this like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. Like, like you, you know, you kind of said something like, I, first of all, I don't think this has ever happened before mm-hmm. where someone writes a review of a book. <laughs> and then the author of the book and the reviewer do a podcast and talk about it. Yeah, So I think this now is pretty I, revolutionary I think about it.
0: I think this is pretty revolutionary. Maybe we'll start a trend. You never know.
1: But just the assumption <laughs> of a type of narcissism, like it's, I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, you know, or solipsism that mm. people, reviewers have given it. It's like, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I would more, I, I look at it more like, um, authorial, like given what I read, And Mm. what I wanted to see in other writers, it's like, and and the way I'm doing it, it's more like, I would see it more as like authorial vulnerability or almost like generosity Mm. of like, cause it would be, it's not like, it's not like you leave the book being like, oh dude, I dude, this guy is fucking so cool. Like this guy is so great. You don't leave the book like that to an extent. Okay. And it's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, that's not the,
0: like the dominant kind of like, I think it's, I
1: mean, it's, I mean, bro, I got like a whole slander campaign against me with like things that I said about myself, <laughs> the narrator said like, about himself like the, in the book I wrote, bro.
0: Like the body fascism. Well, that was it. some random shit. I love that. That's one, some but... shit I said
1: in the interview, but I mean, <laughs> in the book itself. You yeah. Know what I mean, like, yeah. oh, this, this guy, this guy, like, uh, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, 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 so I don't know. And, and every chapter, like the intention wasn't every chapter is about, a change of perspective mm-hmm. that was a that was the only other thing where there was a bit of a conflation where it was kind of like well you know you're kind of going like well he says this in, in the mm. book it's like that ain't me that, that's a dude who's you know this he says this about feminism blah blah, blah. it's like yeah. this ain't me this is a dude in a month in a year who's like broke
0: and living with his mom you know what I mean? like but that's the like when you joke that this is a self help book, yeah. like you say that ironically. And I'm yet dead serious. But I mean, but th- that's the thing that, Like for me personally, I found it to be like you did. and I yeah, I did. Like I'm not even I'm not even capping, as they What's say. Up, like it's but it's because like there's this self deprecatory right. bent to it that makes it easier to be like, Hey, this is a real guy, he's dealing with shit, but there's a humility there where you're like, okay, I'm confronting my shit. I want to grow. I want to be a good person, and I'm not going to pretend like I'm I'm perfect and I have it all figured out. And reading someone with that kind of vulnerability, that humility, that realness, it's like, okay, I can relate to this, but it also inspires me to to aspire to something a little bit better. Yeah, and yeah. I, that's what I'm like. How do people not? See, how do they not appreciate that? okay, there's some fucked up things you say in there, sure. But who hasn't said stupid things? The narrator things? does, yeah, yeah. You know, but but that's what makes it, like, so helpful so that I can be like, okay, what are my issues? And how can I build from there? Like, how can I try to grow with the awareness of my problems? Right, right. It's about
1: looking at what you can't, you know, don't want to look at. And it's also a narrator, yeah, it's laughing you know it's looking at and laugh you know laughing at laughing at yourself it's it's turn it's turns you know a lot of this stuff is like it's meant to feel fluid and seamless but Mm -hmm. it's like there's like very there's like a very specific like recurring feeling or like an oscillation of feeling that i was like carefully charting and just wanted never go too long without a shift in that you Mm -hmm. know what i mean but it is that energy you know of turning things back on yourself and it makes me happy that yeah you felt like that i know you know i know yeah it's a wild thing when you yeah I, I spent a lot of the year like with the onslaught of everything mm-hmm. of everything <laughs> that happened around the book kind of like forgetting the vision a little bit mm-hmm. where i was sort of like I don't know, like I went in too wild or I went, you know, but the way I'm coming back around to is like, I don't know. It's sort of like, no, it's still, that's still the mission. That's still the mission to like, to try to, I don't know, show a way of honesty or like self, self investigation is possible. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, Hmm. maybe. No, I mean I want to ask about the mission thing in a second but first like going back to what you said about being able to laugh at yourself Yeah, like that's one of the things that struck me always because like it's really funny Like I laughed out loud several times while reading it and I'm like Why do we take ourselves so seriously? Like why are we so afraid to say hey? I'm an idiot sometimes. It's kind of funny and again from this point of humility. That's where you can actually grow Right. Not in a performative way to prove a point, but like to actually become a, a real person. Right. So like what is that? Like why are we like this right now? Um Is it just right now, you think? Uh I don't know. Yeah. I and mean, I haven't been around that long, but Right, <laughs> right, right, right. I feel like right now it's very hard for people to like to say, Yeah, I'm an idiot. I don't know right. everything. Right. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it has something to do with you know, one thing I was thinking, has something to do with our, our phones? You think so? Um, well, it was just interesting, like, like not to get too wild with stuff, but, like, I just had a, I mean, I personally had a horrific year mm-hmm. that was the, the pandemic year. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it ended, the year ended, and then my book got sold, which is ostensibly, like the greatest thing ever you know <laughs> but everything else around it was brutal and i feel pretty strongly about certain things of just just how difficult it is for some people when everybody's unable to do anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: right like people were yeah. Mm. and i remember talking to somebody who i kind of assumed that like they felt similar and who's just he was like, he was like, and he, his reaction was like so wild and so different about that year and i think that like i was like oh this dude just had a completely different experience he was taking in different re- information mm-hmm. throughout that time like his experience of that year was completely different hmm. you know what i'm saying bro yeah like what the phone does to you is it gives you a completely particular trajectory of like your, of what you're taking in, what you're taking in, what you have, how you're thinking of things and you carry that silently. And then it just comes out in these ways where you have this whole history of whatever your algorithm is. Right. And it Mm. perpetuates itself. So we kind of like move through the world in these ways where like we have, I don't know, I think there's something like that going on. I mean, obviously just like the political stuff. I mean, yeah, but I mean it's always I feel like literature's always been about that. It's mm-hmm. like opening up. Like I say this every every time I talk about the book but just like opening up like op- you know, oppositional thinking, ways of, of 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 thinking about things that seem binaried, you know? Hm. Um yeah. But did you just read it like that like it was like a um That's another thing. It's like this word like woke. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's like making fun of like woke culture. But it's also like, like that that word is taking on so many meanings. Like it wasn't. And it's also just like, like if we say it in the most broad way, like trying to like evolve your awareness. And it's a joke. It's a joke. You know, like he's like, you know, like, oh, dude, I'm being like, this is so woke, dude. I'm like a feminist right now, you know, but it's also like, I think he genuinely wants to, um. Move better, and how? Yeah, I mean, you know I mean?
0: wouldn't, I wouldn't call it anti woke. I think it's like a meta, I all of these know. things. That like word's it, not. That word has no meaning to me. But anymore. what I love is there's this one part. I think I've marked the part where you're you're arguing with someone about like women not being paid the same as the men. narrator is yeah, yeah, right okay, okay the narrator <laughs> so Sean, gonna, the narrator you gonna bring this part up again i know i know Go so on, no but he's like yeah arguing with someone about are women like not, they're not paid enough they're not equal blah 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 and something about like okay but biologically men and women are different And then this girl is like, oh, but there's a certain species of, are they bugs or something? Oh, yeah, 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 the mushrooms. Yeah, the mushrooms. And she's like, yeah, they're like, it's it's not the same. And then you're like, oh, wow, it's like that's interesting. I didn't know that. And that's when I'm like, (laughs) it's just so chill. Like, it's not like you have this. Because when you, like, the moments when you're, like, red pill manosphering, it's, you think that the, you know, the narrator is about to like go down this rabbit hole of like, yeah, men are oppressed, and then this happens, and he's like, oh wow, okay. Yeah,
1: dude. How does that chapter end when he's all ranting about the first time he's ranting about like, like neoliberal feminism? Or yeah. How's that chapter end? He like, he's like, he like talks to his dad who hasn't talked. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he like finally talks to his dad. Yeah. And then he's like, and then you realize. How he feels about that, mm-hmm. but then that also, open. you know what I mean? Like it's not nothing yeah. might be taken at face value. It's like that's the annoying thing. But yeah, that's I mean I I wrote that down the, like in my creative process I get stuck, and it always it still is it. It's the secret third thing, dude. Yeah. The secret third, I'm you know you know that meme like it's, yeah. I'm a secret third thing or whatever not meme whatever it's called. But uh, I'm always looking for the secret third thing, dude.
0: But the fact that you're like <laughs> you're throwing all these. Th- Possibly conflicting ideas out there, and people freak out because it's like, oh, he's endorsing like the red pill, like these kinds of, and it's like, no, you're. For me, it was just a provocation to think again on this meta level of, okay, what's going on in our society? Not necessarily to have to take a side. Like I didn't feel like you had some agenda, but rather you're trying to make people think. Yeah. But again, there's this moral anxiety that is he on the wrong side? If he is, now we need to write these scathing reviews and try to destroy him and it's like well why are we so afraid of thinking i
1: think it wasn't just that too i think it was the problem was that like like i mean i wrote this yeah it was a lot of those reviews that came out right away first of all my favorite reviews like okay i admit that sometimes look at good reviews just to make myself feel bad <laughs> when i'm like particularly <laughs> h- hating myself but my favorite ones and there are a few of them are reviews that have been like edited like six months later yeah like they like this is fucking trash and then like came back <laughs> six months later like i thought i actually didn't think about it enough like it's really? actually yeah it a couple of those. Oh, wow. and i'm just like bro like yeah well i don't know a lot of those it's, it's it's like it was just like i mean basically everyone it was just like a bunch of other writers it was too it was too, it was, it was it was pronounced. I never asked for it to be pronounced Mm -hmm. as a great thing. It was a reaction to the pronouncements that I didn't make about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was that too, you know? And then it was just like, yeah, I mean, people fell for the trap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know, dude, maybe I'm just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Someone's gotta play that role, I guess.
0: Mm. So let's go back to the mission thing. Like, Mm. Why do you have a mission? What is your mission, first of all?
1: Well, I was just saying it in the context of um, maybe a belief. I mean, maybe coming out of you know stuff with uh, with with the editor Giano's work, or yeah, the, mm-hmm. that tradition of like tyrant books and yep. stuff like this, and 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 you know, kind of this idea that um, I mean. I think when I, yeah, this idea that, like, a type of urgency or almost like a type of radical self-investigation um, does something in a liter. like, I, when I was writing the book, I was literally so bored, like, I still kind of am, bro, I'm just mm-hmm. so bored of what every like, yeah. It's not what what the fuck I, I don't know I, I feel like it's just for it's almost like high school mm-hmm. It's like people yeah. just want their yeah. books so they can look cool you know what I mean That's what I'm saying It's like Are you attacking I, I don't know I I don't know I just have so I I think it was the belief that that was that that mm-hmm. that did some you know this kind of idea that it's like you know GM would say this too It's like like It's not for those people who mm-hmm. who it's it's for the people who like really need it. <laughs> yeah. You're only worried about them. And then thinking that this is the way, like, you know, nonetheless, like for yourself, the you know, ramifications. But then it was like, yeah, there was an element of I'm like, am I just like over here like encouraging a lot of people around me to like write in this more gnarly way? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. is that misguided? Um but but that like I was saying, like, if anything, like makes me i still think that's 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 the path like i still think that's what i care about is um yeah just like you know on some level like as like a overarching artistic intent there's obviously like formal things and like just stuff you want to do that makes you excited as you continue to evolve Mm -hmm. but i still feel like yeah it's kind of like yeah it's what is it it's like the is that a Lish thing, or an Lish, or someone, You know, it's just or maybe that's Gion thing. Is just like, you know, write what you're most scared to write about.
0: Mm. You know, yeah.
1: the thing you're most scared to write about. You have to write that. You know what mm. I mean? And like, and kind of, um, yeah, like, yeah, that's the mission. And, and also, just like being, vo- I don't know. Even with the, when I started working with Gion, like I had the pod, I had the pod going where I was like constantly like. Uh, I don't know, just, just being an unhinged overshare, yeah. you know? Um and I guess it evolves, but I think there was a belief in something that got kinda shaken trying to like remember it. Mm. You know?
0: So then what was scary about writing this one then? Like if you're saying that his advice was to write where you're most afraid to write? Um
1: I, I think the whole the whole just like the repellent title and like mm-hmm. the 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 things that he's dealing with, like the personal things he's dealing with, you know what I mean, and yeah. like looking at and talking about and and basically just writing a whole book that would only focus on like amplifications of stories that fit into that that uh thematic umbrella, mm-hmm. right, yeah, and it's like uh-huh. it's like I uh, you know it's like. I mean, yeah, it was a reaction at the time. It was everybody finger pointing self-righteous. And I was yeah. like, I'm going to take myself out with that. Yeah. And it's terrifying for people because you can't finger point. You have to look at yourself. Mm-hmm. But then you just repeat <laughs> You repeat yeah. all of the back, things back that I said, the narrator said about himself. Timmy, I'm like, great, bro. You you trying to cancel me with what I cancel myself with? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You know? Um,
0: no, that's revolutionary in itself, though, to write a book canceling yourself, basically. Yeah, dude. But that's what's <laughs> needed. We, more of us need to cancel ourselves, because otherwise we're never going to, again. We're never going to look in the mirror. We're always going to be looking at someone else and their problem. Right.
1: You have to hit. I think you gotta also hit like a real low. Yeah. To get to that point, but it's like liberating. You have to be a. You have to be <laughs> at a point where you're just like. You know. <laughs> or no, you also just have to have that artistic outlook, like or i don't know what everyone else should do i don't recommend
0: okay but okay. when you say the artistic outlook like there's this part where you are i don't know if it's intentional or not but like it's alluding to this wild quote about like art for art's sake yeah and not for some like political or moral cause Always, yeah and that like this is really for me what's super essential in a you know we see a lot of writers, a lot of artists right now, who are starting to see that when you reduce art to some moral or political agenda, it's, it's suffocating. Not you it's know. not art. No, it's not. And it makes me think about like this whole issue of you know these MFA programs and trying to churn out careerists basically who have no artistic integrity, who are not trying to say something new, for the sake again for the sake of the beauty of it. um, I don't know, what, what, what do you see going on there? Like, why? why is this happening, that people are more interested in their careers than saying something that's interesting in itself? I mean...
1: Yeah, I mean... I'm apprehensive to, like, make the whole, like, real art. MFA distinction, you know, mm, because yeah. like because here's the thing. It's like, I mean, this is another thing with like I've been I've been kind of like holding close to my chest. But mm-hmm. it's like I feel like. There's something dishonest. OK, so like on the one hand, what you're talking about, it's almost like too obvious for me or not too. Obvi- it's kind of straightforward. It's like mm-hmm. it's like some people spent. Ten years working in some lucrative industry and then want to become a writer and they pay for an MFA program and then they just want to have a career as a writer. Mm -hmm. It's like understandable, you know, but then like, I feel like there's also a thing that's going on in the culture where, or like it happened to me with a lot of like the slander against me. was like, you got kids who like went to MFA, went to MFA programs, Mm -hmm. went to good schools, liberal arts colleges, and have secret names online, mm. and they're like yeah. attacking me for going to a. So here's another thing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with trying. If you're a writer, and and uh, and a lot of those kids like wanted to, they did. Th- they wanted to. Like, why would you get so upset with my book unless you really wanted to? Maybe get published by a bigger yeah. publisher. Mm. there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing um. wrong with trying to. If you're if you're broke, and you're trying to be an artist, you, especially if you're not compromising anything. I didn't change anything in my book. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I think that's also this toxic thing that's like going on in the culture, where where it's like people are just like lying. It's it's like some weird like faux. It's like it's like fake socialists. It's not real socialists yeah. it's, like, it's like emotional socialists. Mm-hmm. You know where? But it's dishonest. You know it's dishonest, but the irony was that I would, I wanted, I'd run. Yeah, I mean, that's not really your question, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but um, I mean, of course, yeah. Why would you? Why would you want to be put through whatever I was put through with my book? Why would you want to get openly flamed by the literary community as you? Because attention, attention
0: say. is fun. Nah. All oh, publicity is good.
1: I don't know. I don't know, man. It was never the plan, bro. Like, yeah, I signed the book for three thousand dollars. Yeah, for GM to put out. That was it. And it's like that's small. Like I didn't. There's also a weird thing where it's like, yeah, it's like, when you renounce, like complete renunciation of control over outcome when you're make, yeah. doing anything, when you're making, communicating, people talking, making art, mm-hmm. and that's usually when, I don't know things ha- come back around you know but if you were really trying to be careerist
0: then pr- the book probably wouldn't come out like that <laughs> yeah but you there's know? also the fact that like you're kind of living the writer's life an artist's life i am i think you are yeah i mean at least the character does yeah in a way. i've been i've been yeah yeah in the sense that Look, there's nothing wrong with an MFA. I'm sure it can help a lot of people to become great writers. But there is this... Um, if you're only l- trying to build your skills as a writer through this very structured program, it's very cozy because everything's yeah, for sure. planned out. And part of what makes beautiful art is suffering. Sure. And not just suffering, but like having to constantly be paying attention to things, having yeah. to always look for like, okay, where am I going to get my next paycheck from? Where am I going to yeah. stay... Like. That's what brings out your humanity. Yeah. And it's a kind of a cop-out to say, like, oh, I'm just going to use this MFA, and I'll get a job, and I'll get published. Whatever you write is not really going to be interesting because you're not allowing yourself to live the human experience right, like, right. in that intense way. Right. Right.
1: Know? Right. But, yeah, yeah. But you can't really impose that on your, like... Mm. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, like necessity is necessity is the only thing that makes you, it's like when someone asks, tells you to do something or do something different and it's like your mom tells you, you don't do something and you don't do it until like you Mm -hmm. run up against, you know, you burn your hand. Like, um, so I guess I can only speak from my own experience, you know, like, um, yeah, I was just like, because I, I guess that's the only reason why I, I'm apprehensive. Like romanticize that because I feel like in some ways I was like refusing to participate in any structure, you know,
2: mm.
1: like, like I felt like it was like inauthentic or I don't know. It was just like I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I was mm-hmm. like, I, and then it got to the point where like I was super, I was really fucked up. <laughs> like I couldn't. Yeah. And then suddenly at that point, like the fact that I was able to like coming to New York and like trying to do the MFA and like demanding, you know, amount of money I needed and working and stuff like that made me put me into that state of like necessity kicked in. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, that's not really like advice, but I feel like that's how it happens. Mm -hmm. That's why that's why. Yeah too comfortable out there out in brooklyn i had to <laughs> <laughs> I to, I to up the ante a little bit yeah but um
0: well, but yeah hmm, okay. but 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 but
1: you're right but you're right bro that is part of the ethic of the book it's like you have to be that's a thing like my politics are just like being on the ground in the streets mm. <laughs> those are my politics
0: but say more about like how allowing yourself to be more in touch with like necessities like a, a very minimalistic life like how does it help you to be more real in your writing like yeah i
1: i don't know i don't know if it helps
0: you i mean you
1: know keeping your eyes open and being able to like yeah i mean i i guess it help. it, it forces you to engage in the world within the world mm-hmm. you know what i mean but um i mean for me I don't know if it, and I don't know if it helps you make it makes you a better writer but I definitely think it's like calming. It's calming mm, for uh-huh. for for me when like I, I was just I'm working on a piece about this cuz uh I'm writing about this uh truck yeah this this camping of uh, type event I went to yeah. to cover and uh I'm thinking about like all my like survival Mission paths, yeah. you know, with, like, trying to walk across country and various things like that. And I was trying to, like, reckon with that part of myself, you mm-hmm. know? But I think that is, and I I think that is what it is, is when, in our world, we're rarely in touch with, like, the basic necessities that we need, you know? Yeah. They're just there. Mm-hmm. I would say in America, at least, sure. you know? And, like, when you put yourself in a context like that where you have to it's not it's there's no more indecision because there's only one decision like yeah. necessity decides what you need to do next to survive you know yeah and there's something okay. about that that's like calming it was interesting because a lot of the people at this like truck camping uh event i went to a lot of them were like ex-military people mm-hmm. and i feel like it's that experience of being like on a mission and everything's your decisions are decided for you And you just have to do them, or else you're going to get rained on and get Mm blown, you know? Yeah. That's like this calming state that's kind of the antidote to, like, you know, late empire excess that we're living in, bro.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) You know, everything, everything, you have a million choices all the time, you know? For me, that that gets me stressed out.
0: Okay, so, uh, I mean, let's get into that, though. Like, do you think that there should be. It's kind of movement back to that kind of lifestyle. No, I, I, I don't know. Cause that's the thing. I don't think so. Yeah, I
1: don't think so I think I I I framed it more like, um. You know, I mean, it's like it's like periodic, extreme states you go into mm. to like reset. You know, it's like the feast days and like the sure and like the you know biblical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. like i think of that as like you know there's a cycle yeah there's like know. times to go you know it's like sometimes good to just go out i think that's what was happening i was working on this essay i was trying to make some great statement about like oh yeah only real ones and i was like i think it's actually just like you know lowering your material you know maybe like reducing what you mm-hmm. got for a little bit and trying to survive and see how you can for a little bit is like good and then you come back You know, i was okay. like that was like where i kind of came to i think you know i think
0: uh yeah Okay, but you, I mean, there's no, there's no explicit, like, political agenda here in the book. But there are political implications. At least I found there to be some. Because, like, hey, you're talking about what what you're writing about now, but then the big thing with, like, okay, the late capitalist, the gig economy thing. Yeah. And how specifically it impacts men. Yeah. Um. Because I found your exploration of that reality to be eye opening, but really, really important because this is what's going on right now. And the only people talking about it, I feel like are these kind of like cringe ideologues who have who like have some annoying agenda. Yeah. But this was real. So I don't know. Like, what do you make of the politics, like the political implications of what you're covering here? Or, which, what should we be taking? What yeah. political implications should we, as the readers, be taking from this? If any. Yeah, yeah. I think my
1: general sense was like if anyone's too certain about, and in pretty much any context, if anyone's like mm-hmm. too certain about what the answer to a lot of these questions are, like, shut the fuck up you know yeah. you know like you're in, 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 in any part of the spectrum but it is important to look at there's like a peekaboo thing where people people have their ideas and when something comes out of it they, they just you know you close your eyes and it's
0: not there mm.
1: or they just set up their lives in ways that they're not in contact with things that they think they're talking about bro yeah why are you speaking on some shit you don't have any idea about? Yeah. There is that energy. That, that's me getting a little charged like, up. But okay. But I'm saying yeah. Do I'm you, just saying my my tenant my thing is I'm looking at things. Yeah, that I experienced. All all novels, all fiction is based off of making sense of your experience. You unfortunately don't have a God's eye view, bud. Mm-hmm. You know, like everyone's trying to oh auto fiction. No, it's all ba- you know. Yeah. And thinking about ways it intersected with bigger cultural things that were going on bro mm. you know that's the funniest the funniest part of my book is the whole clapback. back yeah. before the book even came out i was like this is this part of my, the book also like are you trying to like i'm like should am i supposed to just stomp <laughs> yeah it's like isolated boys like don't even know what the fuck is going on and just yeah. spa- spazzing out and self-sabotaging. Them. I'm like, what's that? so Isn't my books about being gentle to these boys. Like, <laughs> am I supposed to freak out, you know? Anyway. Yeah. But um, I don't think you're supposed to take a clear thing. Okay. Do you think? What do you think? What did you take from it in terms of... I mean, I read your review. I felt like you were kind of... Yeah, you were taking some things at face value that he was ranting about.
0: Maybe. Um, politically, I mean no I don't think there's there's no agenda you're not telling us what to think but I do think there are yeah there are real implications there are real questions that we should be asking after reading something like this especially having to do with economy because um, yeah like the gig situation is emblematic of some really big problems that are gonna have to get addressed if not I think we're gonna be screwed um, but for me, especially because, like, my, my bent towards things is very philosophical. Like, yeah. I was really fascinated by, um, what does this say about our conception of of work? What is work for? Why do we work? Like, is it just a means to an end to make money? Is it something that gives us a sense of dignity? Is it because we want to be successful and be more power- like? yeah like why do we work and why is it that right now this is the situation why is it that without you know some advanced degree you can't get like a stable job that's going to pay you sufficiently and then the big one is yeah like the masculinity thing which again this is part of why i find the book so fascinating because it's coming at these issues that most people are addressing in this very annoying ideological way and i'm like i don't I Just want someone who's going to be podcaster real. Podcaster, billionaires, like, telling, exactly. like, young
1: working class men how to, like, live their lives. Yeah, like, real?
0: I, sure, like, <laughs> certain people I'm not going to name have some valid points. You know, there are some people who, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll take some some pointers from Peterson. They'll help me out once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Tate, I'm not going to get into that right now, but... <laughs> but no like it's it's annoying it's cringe because he's like he's always whining he's always just like griping about something and i'm like i just want a real dude who's gonna be like hey this is what my life is like and it kind of sucks but there's also like things that i'm passionate about and i'm trying to figure it out but also again like why is the society set up this way that i don't know like my yeah. big my big realization recently has been that When we talk about gender difference, it's very much on the superficial performative level. And it doesn't get to the root of, like, what really makes you who you are? I'm trying to think, like, how to be more specific. But I don't know. Like, I was talking recently to some people about how, for me, like, I don't know. Like, I don't fit a a typical kind of stereotype of, like, what a dude's supposed to be like. And I was always like, okay, does that mean... Is there something deficient? Am I like, I don't know, like, who am I supposed to be? And it wasn't until like, I don't know, reading a lot of these, I don't know, like taking Nietzsche, taking people in that kind of like yeah. realm that you see that what makes me a man is like, I have certain drives that are, I don't know, not to say that women don't have them, but like they are particular to me. Like there's right. certain things that really matter to me and it may not manifest in the way that like, I don't know, you see most other people, but to not, the fact that like, I was never taught to like tap more deeply into like, okay, who am I and what makes me, what matters to me, what determines like what I'm gonna live my life for. Yeah. And that's how, that's why I'm saying like, this is a self-help for me because I see that like, you're not trying to prove your manhood by like, yeah, I'm tough and I do all right, these things. right But like right you're vulnerable but also you see that like you have convictions you right. have things right. that there are things that matter that drive you that i don't know so like in this very unsuspecting way it makes a really interesting commentary on like what does it mean to be a guy under right. late face capitalism right you know? right 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 um
1: what ways did you feel like you didn't fit up to fit into uh, I, uh, st- I don't standards. know like I'm not
0: like standards I'm, of I'm not like a sporty spice right, right, you know right, like right, that's right. I mean I played tennis but just to like have something to do right, in the afternoon right. but yeah just like no, like I'm not basic like, understanding yeah, yeah like I'm not like. like that I don't right. just like basic things like that That's not like I'm more interested in the arts I'm more yeah, like yeah. interested in beauty like rather than right, right. you know competition yeah. but then but this is the thing though. like once I found my groove like once I found that matters to me what matters most to me like I found that I did have this competitive drive that right, right. is very much a part of being a man to me right, and that right. like it matters like it yeah. gives me a sense of dignity and purpose. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, things are
1: always changing. Things are always changing in what your concerns are, you know, as a writer and mm-hmm. you know, this is I'm 32 now. The mm-hmm. book came out when I was 30. It's about a narrator who's age 27, basically, Mm -hmm. and it was written from 28 to 29. Mm -hmm. So around that time, when I was thinking about that time, I think that was one of the feelings where it was, yeah, everything was just so blunt. People were just being so blunt in these categorical ways. You're like this, you're like this. And I'm already a fucking selfless... uh, uh, like uh, i'm a, like I, I don't you know people are it's funny when people you know attack ask me things about my the authenticity of the voice or authenticity of how i move it's like bro i don't have a fixed like self authentic self to whatever i'm already yeah. i'm already moving through the world in this way um so it was like yeah i guess it was some of that where it was like um people are coming at stuff really blunt and it's like you can be uh you can be like this and you can be like this, you know, mm. are you writing questions? What you doing? bro? Yeah, I'm writing
0: questions. Okay. Cause you're just making me think. Okay, cool, like, cool, cool, cool. But you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can be like, this.
1: and also there is an element of, you can't overlook hmm. uh, for a certain type of, for, for, that's a thing. It's like, it's not about all, I'm not really that concerned, interested in like Gender essentially like mm. proving that, like that's like your thing. You want to prove to every. I, I don't. I don't really. Care. Everyone move how they want to move. Mm-hmm. But like for me, I felt like what was happening was I was stomp. I was pushing down a certain element of, you know, and, and it was coming, you know, or it manifests in, in, in worse ways, when you don't acknowledge. Some, you know, some that's like some drive you got to release or whatever. I mean, it's kind of crude, but that that's what I was thinking about a lot when I was riding that. Like I go down and shoot by the by the park, mm-hmm. you know, and it's all ladies with their it's all not ladies, just people with their dogs. Yeah. Throwing the ball. And I'm just by myself, just throwing my own ball and chasing it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, something, you know, if you're a dog, you know, you got to respect the dog and you, <laughs> you know, make sure you get your walks in yeah you don't spot out (laughs) or whatever it means to you whatever it means to you and it's about looking yeah just opening your fucking eyes and 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 trying to i guess i i I hate this this is the worst thing about interview or talking because all this stuff is so silent i'm prodding at all these things Mm. it's so easy to slip into some some i don't know like authority authorial tone about this shit but Hmm. I think like looking at yeah looking at it also seems to be a thing of people wanting like you're talking about I want you know JP to be like this it's like uh, is it a thing of like people because that's another thing the book is also about a a boy who's fatherless yeah in a lot of ways like he 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 he, not you know literally but he doesn't get that have that relationship with his father sure so he's looking at to different things you know i don't know like but you also see that in like you know rappers it's like when thug is really emotional or something yeah it it hits because he's he's spazzing out in other ways also Mm. if he wasn't it wouldn't hit when he's yeah you know what i mean
0: (laughs) so um the little b part was great dude i love that I got to get that, I got to get that man a book, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. The base
1: God. Um, Yeah, but you feel like you're like in this space. So uh, where
0: you're, but you're like a teacher? I was. Okay. I was doing <laughs> education. Now I'm just writing. That's like the main game. Do you
1: have a good relationship with your dad?
0: Yeah. It was uh, tricky for for the first 18 years. Yeah, because they divorced when I was three. Got you. Um, he's a very loving person, but like, I you know. He's Italian, has anger issues. And like, <laughs> I invite well with that. Like, I'm it's, I don't know. I don't do well with confrontation. I don't do well with anger. It's not just not me. Yeah. Um, so that like made it hard to communicate because like he was trying to show that he really cares, but the way it came out, like, I just couldn't receive it. You grew up in, around here? in jersey in jersey yeah so like no so i was going back and forth between my parents and yeah. then no there was a there was like a breaking point where i was like i can't do this like we have to find some way that we're going to communicate and we ended up going to his therapist oh word yeah which is one of the things i really respect him for that like he's he's been trying to work on his issues yeah but the fact that like he was like okay well we're gonna go to this guy and somehow we're gonna work it out and the therapist, like, said something that really just flipped it all around. Because basically it was like, you, know, you have your vision of how, like, you know, you're a good father. You're doing everything right. But you do have to listen to your son. Because if he doesn't, re- if he's not receiving it that way, like, you do have to do something. Right, right. And he did. And, like, this is why I respect my father. Because he's not perfect, but he made an effort. Yeah. He's willing to, like, change his ways. And back to what you're saying about like fatherlessness, like I'm seeing how healing it's been to develop that respect for my father and to be like, I want to be like him and sure. Like my personality is not the same at all. Like I'm not that aggressive kind of type, but just to say like this guy who brought me into the world is a respectable person who like stands for something to the point that he's willing to change himself. Like, I need to see someone like that. Yeah. You know? And that goes back to what I'm saying, that, like, I'm seeing how much, like, masculinity, at least I associate it with this, like, being willing to take a stand for something. Yeah. To have this drive to, like, strive towards some ideal.
1: Right, right.
0: Um, with a level of vulnerability, yeah. humility, humility, you know? Yeah. Like, they're not mutually exclusive.
1: Right, right. Right. Yeah, and you're also coming from... uh catholic background right
0: um it was my own decision mostly right 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 but
1: i'm just thinking about how you're thinking about the book and you know sure and you're asking these questions about why why is it like this now you know um i mean yeah it's like it's like it's like you can say you can say you don't have a, a, a god or a, a morality you yeah. follow, but you you're following something. Yeah. Everyone is. Sure. You know? So I wonder if that is part of it. And that, that is at least part of the book, is this narrator has all these learned learned ideas about mm. how he's supposed to be and what makes him a sensitive type of guy, you know? And he's just hitting walls because of them. And, mm. and th- you know? And not always. Sometimes you know he's looking at he's just it's like someone just like you know whatever it's like yeah it is some niche you know niche some revaluation on all previous values but in himself he's looking at all the values even you know and it's in it's a crisis you only start looking at stuff when you have a major crisis you know Uh so that's kind of like what i yeah but but i that's yeah that's uh that's real about what you're saying about um dad stuff and it's it's weird too because yeah that's why it's like that's why it's like so i think it's like the chat that book was like written this way where it was like I knew when I had a chapter yeah, because it was literally something was like opening up in my head mm. where some, I, I you know, I've, I've said this a lot before, but it, the reason why I'm saying is because it still happens now where you get caught in something and you get real self-righteous. You just fucking dig your heels in. Yeah. And then you're, it's that moment where you're like, wait, like <laughs> yeah, all my grabs were, but maybe I have been being kind of a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're like maybe, you know, you know that, that moment, that moment. That's why I was saying, is it really narcissistic? Because I feel like it's moments of of, I mean it's joke and it's usually jokes too. It's yeah. jokes. He's like, bro, I'm the greatest artist. Like I'm I'm homeless. Whatever. I I, I sound that's pretty narcissistic for me to just uh, I mean, uh hone in on that and just fucking keep it Am I really a narcissist bro? But do you know what I mean? Like the energy of it at least felt like like I've been listening to that album Benji again mm. by Sun Kill Moon You ever yeah. listen to that album? No, I haven't do you know who that is? I've heard it. Mark of. Kozlik Yeah. Dude this album is is the biggest literary influence of the book. Really? Yeah okay. because every chap the, f- the album starts out minimalist and he goes like first song's is carissa and he just starts talking about his n- nephew his nephew carissa or niece carissa he hasn't seen in years and she died and, and then like third line in she died she died last night in mm-hmm. a fucking garbage fire wow. and he's going. every every book is about every song is about some like life and death urgency mm-hmm. a lot of them are titles are names of people Yeah. Which is like every book chapter is like a name Mm. and it's like a projection towards somebody else. Like, I don't know. That's how, that's how it was where it was like, it was basically just charting like every person that like made him think, made him, made him open his eyes to the world again Mm. and made things start flowing again. Yeah. You know, like, uh, but, uh, yeah, I've so the b- 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 point I was saying is that I st- I'm still going through that. I'm still going through that now I, I, all yeah. the time, you okay. know, where I'm like, oh, shit, like, yeah, maybe I was wrong for this, <laughs> <Yeah>. um. <laughs> you know. But something's so cathartic, yeah, when mm. that happens, which sounds like it happened with you.
0: Yeah, I want to ask about the, the toxicity thing, because, like, that's a recurring theme in the book yeah and yeah. it's funny because like yeah the character does some things that you could categorize as toxic but like he's a really sincere guy yeah you know? and like i mean again i, I want to speak on a personal level because because of yeah how much this is like in a way self-help for me because That's so sick, bro. yeah uh okay no so like the the toxicity thing like i see how much that narrative that like when a guy is being aggressive when a guy is being like i don't know vulgar that this is toxic this is problematic quote unquote um i see how much like that did confuse me in a lot of ways because again going back to my own relationship with my dad like He's a very loving person. Like yeah. he's sacrificed so much. He can be very affectionate in a lot of ways. But yeah, like part of his personality was this aggressive kind of angry trait. Yeah. And I processed it as like rejection, as violence. Right. right. And I do have to say, like, I feel like there are a lot of these signals in the culture around me telling me to read it that way. And over time, I've come to see, like, yeah, sometimes he needs to chill out because, like, not everything's <laughs> a big deal. It's not that deep. Yeah. But there's something commendable about the fact that, like, he w- he's willing to get angry over something. Right. Like, right. if my father. in something that much. Yeah. No. Like, and I see it in me. Like, I, I tend to be very passive aggressive. And I'm like, why, why am I doing this? Like, is this just the easy way out? Like, is this my yeah. cop out from not, like, really standing for something? Right. Right. So, like, even though, no, maybe you don't need to scream and yell all the time. But, like should we attack a man as being toxic for this aggression for like some kind of like righteous anger, you know? And I, I just like, I find it helpful. I was like, okay, certain things he's doing in the book are like kind of fucked up. Sure. Yeah. But he's willing to step back and be like, wait, why do I do that? Like, why do right, I talk to right. this girl that way? Like why, you know? So I don't know. I'm curious your, your thoughts on this like toxicity narrative. Yeah. I had an idea for, a. Uh um, I want to start normalizing a uh, divine
1: masculinity. <laughs> 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 nah, it's a joke. My little sister was like, she was like, every, I was like, she, she, I was like, everyone's calling my book toxic. Man. She was like, what about divine? She's all, like, <laughs> she's all like, you know, whatever. Uh, talks like that. She was like, what about divine? I was like, yeah, right. Um, but then I also had this idea of writing like an epic. I shouldn't say this in case I do it. Someone will steal it. No one can uh-huh. do it how I do it. Right. in I epic uh, 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 future, I, I say on future, the rapper future. Yeah. Cause like, well, I'll, I'll say, yeah. Cause I, that was my idea is like some. It's just, it's just about, I think it's about, it's about letting like all every le- letting, it's about a diversity. I'm all about diversity, you know? Yeah. Letting everybody, yeah, like, see that. play a role. Like, that's that's okay, too. Like, okay, it's not okay? Then, like, let's, like, try to look at that. But but nothing's de- – especially, like, how shit gets made. You know, whatever. It's off. It's, it's almost it's, – I feel like it's 2017 if I'm saying stuff like this. Like, oh, who built the bridges, you know? But yeah. it's, like – but it's, like, um, yeah, there's just, like, a role – like, there's just different – Every you know, there's different – people different temperaments different and it can all exist and i sometimes like i listen to future Mm -hmm. like sometimes bro if you're too caught up in something and you're for me speaking from my experience and i'm 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 thinking about something too much i'm getting like emotional yeah so you gotta just throw on some throw on fucking dirty sprite too and just like go cold yeah sometimes that's the best thing for everybody involved Mm. Just you know what? I'm just gonna fucking toxic mask this right now. I'm yeah. just gonna I'm just gonna have no feelings. I'm just gonna do tasks, and things will be different in the morning. There's some to that, yeah. you know what I mean?
0: Like I do, yeah. So, you know,
1: like and that's and that's that's like, yeah. And it's it's a, it's about being aware being aware of tendencies you have and like trying to be have self awareness of like when they come up and not, you know. And not having the consequences spill out on the other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I get that. I mean, this that. is also coming a lot out of, like, like, uh, like, you know, my. Like I wrote a whole book on Bologna. You read 2066? Yeah. I mean, you know what it's about? No, not really.
0: Between 1993
1: and 1997 yeah. in the Sonora Desert, there are over 300 raped, murdered women unsolved wow in five years and why is that that's a thing Mm. in the world yeah (laughs) there's something there's some force you know yeah what what causes that you can lie you can say that stuff never happened it fucking happens bro and i I don't know what the answer is but i think going around and saying like everyone needs like any type of I i don't know it's like yeah, that that was like that's been an orienting question throughout like all my, t- you know, 20s. Yeah, so it's say. like it's like. Um, yeah, there's got to be a way to. I don't know, be honest. I don't know. I'm not trying to say <laughs> we, you know, every man has a like, you know, you know, what I'm saying is like inclined to do that. But it's just like. I don't know, it's just like. Uh, um yeah people mm. people fight fight wars i don't know i don't know i don't want to get into all evoed out you know but yeah. i just think for me i mm. think there was a thing where i was kind of like you know needing to channel my energy somewhere like mm. you know maybe that's a thing that like you could make a a bigger statement about masculinity but it's just like you know you know it's like so it's, it's the idea this is what i was saying earlier this kind of like faux faux socialist like Oh well, like i don't I don't want to take anything like I don't everyone's share It's like, no motherfucker like yeah, for yourself, you know you talk about work, you're asking work like yeah. what is work like like I think it's yeah, it's like people work for all kinds of different reasons and i've been and people do want things like you know probably celebrity probably the idea of celebrity or fame is like the biggest religion I feel like people have. Today. yeah and it's the biggest god they follow yes. but Yeah. but i think like yeah some sense i mean i'm out of whack when i'm not like i sent some shit uh, you know i'm in like a, a holding period of like my sends and the next project and stuff and I, yeah. I just need like i need i need the the ta i need some like feel yeah. feel like i'm doing some task it's like spiritually you know like what yeah. i'm supposed to be doing that's kind of and then, and uh Yeah, fuck, dude. That second coffee's fucking fifth coffee's (laughs) hitting right (laughs) now, dude. I'm just spiraling,
0: bro. But, uh, I want to get into this, though, the work thing. Yeah, yeah. I feel this, especially now, like, I'm focusing more on writing. If I'm not, like, if I have a day when I'm not immersed in whatever thing I'm writing, like, I feel like shit. I feel useless. And not in the sense that, like, not in this, um, how to put it, like, not that I, I, my worth is defined by how successful I am, like right, not in that. But right. I'm like, again, back to the sense of as a man, like I want to contribute to something. Like I want what I do to like be part of constructing something yeah. that's a value for the world. And yeah. for me right now, that's writing. Yeah. And when I don't do that, like psychologically, I'm a little fucked up. Like right. I start thinking about insane things. I right. start like going down these rabbit holes on my yeah. phone. I start yeah. obsessing over whatever around me too, shit. bro. So, like, but that's, I don't know, like, this is, um, and that goes back to, again, this, like, this critique of the whole gig economy and these, like, especially with manual labor, because there's something very dignified about it, especially, like, using your hands to physically construct a thing. And the fact that, yeah, like, a lot of people doing that kind of work aren't compensated, don't have, like, guaranteed long-term work. Like, right. But I don't know, back to that philosophical level, like, it makes you feel like you have this this strength and, ba- and like strength that's not toxic that's not about mm-hmm. you trying to overpower others or you yeah. trying to like it's not a self-indulgent strength it's like right. to build something for people to offer something yeah you know and i like i felt that when i'm re- when i was reading this because Like I was reading this as I was transitioning into a new phase of work, which was going to be a lot less predictable. Because when you're in Mm -hmm. education, you know what's going to happen every day. Like, sure, you might have some crazy students, but you know the you know the routine. Whereas when you're writing, you don't know if you're going to get your pitches accepted. You're not. You don't know how much money you're going to be making. Um, So, like, I had to tap into this level of like this risk-taking drive like i want to dominate like i want to take on this challenge yeah i want to enter into this unknown and that was super empowering in a way that i never felt interesting i felt while reading this like there's something really good about that risk-taking drive there's something um it forces you to be creative and to um i don't know yeah you get that
1: yeah i feel like that although it's interesting I don't know if I'm trying to, I guess I'm, tr- yeah, it's hard to say like, um, I'm like this explicitly trying to dominate. Cause mostly yeah. like my writing is just like, just such a hard, just such an L. and I'm taking, mm. <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm saying? i like, <laughs> just ah, like, yo,
0: I'm about to dominate by just like making myself, by just like offering up. Like, <laughs> do you ever want to, like, do you ever have those moments where were like, yeah, I just want to dominate. Well, like, look, I, wanna bro,
1: kill I fucking ball. played basketball in college. Well, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's like, it's like it's like like Yeah, it's just like here's the rules of this game, preparation, mm-hmm. preparation, execution like you know, um but uh but I know I know what you mean with the risk taking. It's it's I think it's yeah, I mean that's 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 the thing about there's something about what is that, yeah, Bologna thing or it's like in mm. literature, there's something about literature that is kind of inherently about failure, I feel like, in a lot of ways. Yeah. It's sort of committing to something that it's not, you're not supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to win, <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, but it's about courage, you know, it's it's about courage. And, it, yeah, that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's the that, only reason yeah. why I, I, you could say, yeah, I, I tried, you know, I think I I'm writing. It's like Richard Ford said. Like every day, I, you know, I had him a teacher. Every day I wake up. The only goal in literature is to write a masterpiece. Every morning I wake up and I say I'm writing a masterpiece today. You know, so is it's that like, what
0: you really want, though? Do You want to write a masterpiece?
1: I would not want to waste people's time reading over my words unless I had like the total conviction that this is like what. You know, you know, it's, it's like with publishing. It's like All people right. people like want to initially you like want to get published. You want you want your words out there. Then it's like for me, it's like no. When if you publish something, that's 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 your contribution for the rest of time. Like okay. I want to write. I want I want to only hone in on the the most urgent. And you know, you know, you kind of yeah. have to have the energy. You kind of have to have the energy of being like, I know. That's what being an author is. It's being like, I got. I, it's authority. It's like, I. It's like I know. I'm telling you. I'm leading you. Mm. Uh, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, authority. Interesting. Yeah, but but it's like, um, okay. but yeah, I think it's good to have some uh, sense that, like, yeah, you have something to say. You feel like no one else is saying it. It's mm. what the world needs to hear. That's always what. Was you know it's like with Gian it's like yeah but this is what the world needs to hear and they need to deal with this
0: you know is it more important that your writing is for like the readers versus for you like what if what if something you write is only helpful to you yeah I mean diminish its value that's how that's what makes it good yeah that's only for
1: you and then you share it. Fuckboy was only for me, dude. Yeah. I was uh-huh. not trying to write that. I was not trying to, I was scared to show people that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't said I didn't show, you know, I don't want to show people that. Mm-hmm. Um, But God said to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Did I do sidetrack you though? Know, you were saying?
0: Um, you're, No. I'm talking really. about
1: that. You're saying the yeah, the book helped you go in that or uh, I think that, yeah. I yeah, think that's I what know. we're talking I mean, about. It's
0: going into a mode of taking risks. Yeah, and it's doing risks. But there's also I didn't tell you this yet, but I have a piece coming out about basically about bootstrapping. Okay. And Fuck Boy makes a significant like takes oh, up a nice. significant chunk of it. I threw in like I don't know, it's like a super personal piece. Where at Hedgehog Review. Cool. It's not coming out until next year, but no, like I just I don't know. I took this step back to look at like all the things that have helped me over the last year. Yeah. So like, yeah, this shows up in it amongst other things. And in addition to like the risk thing, like I think with this whole like bootstrapping pill rhetoric, which Mm. it makes me laugh. Like when I see someone like Tate, who's like, you know, if it's raining outside, it's your fault. Everything that happens is your responsibility. It's like in a sense, sure but it's also hilarious that like this guy is getting on youtube saying all this stupid shit (laughs) and then i'm like okay but what i'm reading here it's funny because you're able to look at yourself in the mirror and be like yeah i'm kind of an idiot sometimes but from there from that realization okay but i want to do something with my life like i want to take responsibility with the awareness that i'm limited like i'm fragile i'm not going to be i'm not going to succeed in everything i do but at least I want to strive for something meaningful, if yeah. not success, per se. Right. And it's, again, this is why I think like it's a true self-help book because it's not preaching at you in the way that certain people in the manosphere do. And that's what makes it very encouraging to be like, yeah, I do want to take up my responsibility. I, I don't want to be pointing the finger at everyone else. Right, right, Let me look bro. at me and say, how am I fucked up? And then try something new from there.
1: First off, the book's getting trans almost. I got almost no translation rights because the slang is so crazy. You oh, know that's, what i mean? Yeah. That's everyone read it, but it is getting that's translated true. into Romanian. Oh, wow. So, you know what okay. I'm saying? And all those tape well, fans, you know, yeah. in Romania, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta start, you know, I gotta lead him to the light. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> isn't, he Romani- isn't he from Romania? He's, he lives there. Yeah, he lives he got there. got arrested. Yeah, there so, too. you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, but, um, but um, fuck, what was the second thing I was gonna say? Um, um
0: responsibility
1: yeah you were saying uh bootstrapping
0: yeah the the fact that 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 you you know that like you can't like you're you're limited you can't right right. you can't lift yourself up by your bootstraps but that very realization allows you to start to at least attempt to yeah that's what i'm trying to say yeah yeah. because like on the reverse this is something that like i write about in the essay like you have these woke quote-unquote woke people these Mm. like emotional cultural socialist who like like i quoted one of these aoc videos where she's like lifting yourself up by your bootstraps is physically impossible and it's like you know what it kind of is impossible but shouldn't we at least try even though we may not i don't know that's why so many of my like but
1: the problem is is when you start imposing that on other people yes right like that's why like a lot of my ideas about things like especially after writing that book was like
0: it's like very some things are
1: just very clear to me but they're just for me and they're for me to apply to my yeah to my to my uh dominion that is myself Do you know what i mean it's I it's that. when you start you know um but i you know like if you're like crashed out on the floor and you're out of money and like you can't pay rent like you know you need to like get the fuck up and get going you're not going to stop and go like, is it, is it all right that I'm bootstrapping myself? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're just doing it. Well, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah. But that's why, okay. yeah, that's also, it's, it's almost like a delivery system. Uh, yeah. But I think that is what happens when you, um, and I remember what I was going to say too, w- is when, that's why that kind of art um, hits for me is when someone's like, you're just witnessing someone else look at themselves. And then the mm-hmm. thing that happens in your brain is like, yeah. you know, you're not being told didactically or anything like that, you know, mm-hmm. or even like, I guess in some ways it was, you know, it was a little now, now started out where you're talking about getting all out and like wilding out and yeah. stuff like that. And you're like, damn, dude, this dude just like told us about, you know, but, um, but the thing that, that, that would be the mission too, was like a belief also that in a type of like openness and like vulnerability and encouraging energy. Cause that was my whole energy, bro. That's why I got, I got so much clap back from my stuff cause I I just, and part of it is like boundaries and stuff you start to learn, yeah. but it was just being way too open with all these different people and like tr- too generous to all these different people. Mm. And then they don't look at it like that. They look at everything as an opportunity because they're secret fucking desperate careers, but they haven't admitted yes. it to themselves. Yeah. So when they see something that to somebody else, when they weren't even trying <sighs> yeah. and they had the worst things happen to them and that was like this weird, then they fucking flip. That's exactly what I'm talking about. It's when you're. You're not honest with yourself about what's going on. And yes. then you spaz.
0: Yeah. And yeah, you, yeah, yeah that yeah, was a whole yeah. part I of my book, but,
1: but I'm trying to come back around to being like cause then all that happened. I was like, oh, I was wrong for that. I shouldn't have been open with people. I shouldn't have been Jeremy. I mean, look at you, bro. You've been hit you wrote me the fucking nicest letter. And you've been trying to pot, and I'm all like, yeah. nah, 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 I ain't trying to pot anymore. I fucking everyone ever I don't trust anybody. I mean anymore. I'm persistent.
0: That's just me. What? I'm persistent. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying
1: like I'm trying to be like, no, that's still the mission. That's yeah. what I was trying to say earlier, you know, yeah. of yeah, this yeah, energy yeah. of like, we're not that important, bro. We're fucking all, we're all going down. Like, why don't we try to get excited about, you know, just be, have that orientation towards the world. And obviously don't be an idiot or like, yeah, you know, but, uh, uh that's, a, that's the idea. At least I want to, I want to try to be back in the middle. That's sick, dude. You're
0: <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Do um, you want to say something about Nietzsche? I I mean,
1: yeah, dude, it's funny. I'm taking out all my books, putting them in, in order again. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was thinking that I've been kind of stuck up with my, I've been kind of jammed up with my writing because I'm kind of, in this, I feel like I'm kind of in this transition year period where like I'm done with the project, but I kind of need more people in the room now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to like, and move into a new place. Feels like a new cycle a little bit. And this always happens recurringly. Whenever that happens, when the world stops meaning, and nothing means anymore. Um, when books, you know, well, I was right about this. That's when you have to travel. But another thing you have to mm. do, then the, then the travel's over. You're done traveling. You got to come back where you started. You got to start reading again. Yeah. And you have to be getting excited by reading. And I haven't been getting excited by reading. But I think one thing is, always in the past, it was philosophy. That okay. would get me going. Really? I th- so I'm, I was like recently I was like, damn, I I might gotta body this damn. I haven't yeah, I have I've never I read all Nietzsche. All of Nietzsche, re- wow. Or yeah, I mean yeah. not the one his sister put out after well, uh, or the Nazi one, yeah. Yeah, not that, like well. although I did found it on the that. street and I picked it up <laughs> just to like, see what was in there. Yeah. Um but I, I did I think I I think I've read wow. the majority okay. of them. I think uh, the one on Wagner I didn't finish and I but anyway you know yeah it, it, i would study it, philosophy the philosophy is my my minor in yeah. undergrad okay. and continental philosophy only so it was like and then uh y- yeah but I, I might try to hit that schopenhauer um, mm. but yeah about nietzsche damn i mean he's the king of that of going um i'm gonna tell you what's good Like the the turn, the secret third thing. Going for the secret third thing. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you listen to me, you're an idiot. Hmm. Like over and over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God is dead. I'm God now. If you listen to me, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's basically him. But there's a
1: l- art portal art art uh, subsection in gay science, I think. Mm-hmm. you were saying that um yeah i haven't really read nietzsche in a while though
0: um what does nietzsche mean to you it's changed my yeah. relationship with him has changed over time because at first like i was very critical because i was coming at it with this like very surface level understanding a yeah a polemical one right right um I like I spent a lot of time with him last year because I gave this presentation on him Um, in the context of like religiosity today and like what does it mean to say God is dead because it's it's not it's not necessarily a rejection of religion it's a questioning which can open the door to a deeper understanding of certain religious concepts. Right. It could also lead right. to the re- rejection, but it's not as like it's not what you see at face value. Right, right. And what I mean for me personally, and I, I say this about this I was telling you about, like this is a guy with really profound questions about life. It's also very alone. Like Definitely. he is facing the like he's asking these questions in a time when like conformity was kind of the way yeah and no one really wanted to ask them with him yeah so he came to some radical conclusions that i don't think are sustainable but at least he has the integrity to admit it towards the end of his life like that's what's like there's this this one thing he said in one of the letters where he was like i'm at this point where like i can't even believe all the things i've written and like i wish there was a god who i could just submit to completely because i want something ultimate like yeah. even though I say there's nothing, there's no foundation, I want it. Right, right, right. So at least he, had some, he admits it. He's real. Yeah, yeah. But it makes me sad to see how alone this guy was. Yeah, like you come to very scary conclusions when you live like completely in isolation. That's I mean that's my definitely, take, bro. Definitely,
1: you know? yeah. That's something. yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty disconnected to from the kind of outer, like, polemical view of him, yeah. too. I mean, I read him w- in my younger years, like, kind of as literature, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I would feel that... Yeah, he would just... I would just get charged up, or, I don't know, the ability to, like, make declaratives, to undercut yourself, to... But, yeah, that's... Uh, um, I don't really feel like I have anything interesting to say about Nietzsche, mm-hmm. additionally. But I will say that... Uh, yeah, this desire for the ultimate. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been I've been feeling yeah, sometimes I think like I had too many like ecstatic drug experiences. Mm-hmm. Or isn't that what madness is it's like mm. That it's a Greek definition of madness, is that you um you uh it's kinda like uh You,
0: you get a glimpse of like
1: heaven or the ultimate. Well, I mean, like ecstasy is coming out fall. of your
0: position, like your current position. So then, like, you see something like beyond, yourself, right? Right. So, that's that's know? the definition. In like, the, in
1: Socrates, it's like you saw the ultimate and then you can't cope with the fact that we're just mortal. Yeah. That's that's one definition of man. I always remember that because I'm like, damn, bro. Like, but, uh, but i think through art something can be atta- attained that's mm-hmm. higher at least in like a in a concrete state and i'm always trying to chase that feeling of like inspiration mm-hmm. and an epiphany about my own self-awareness yeah that feels like they're making things move again like i feel like i've been experiencing some of that recently where i just went real bunkered over the and just like cut shut everything out and i was feeling real I don't know, like, the world was hostile. I don't want to, like, talk to anyone or mm-hmm. let anyone into my energy. And then... Yeah, like, I feel like I was necessary, but I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to, like, be hope. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, be hopeful about things again. And, like, it yeah. always involves letting people in in different ways. Um, but I do feel a little bit, like, plagued by some, fe- you know, some feeling of having certain experiences that were so ecstatic and then Mm. always trying to chase that. Being a writer is just being like a drug addict that they pay you to not a drug addict, but you know what I mean? Like you're you're trying to like, I don't know, bro. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not a drug addict, but I'm probably a little bit, but not
0: in any, no, but in, in the sense that like with writing, you are chasing after some, something ultimate in, I that's the know. thing.
1: I, yeah, I respect. I respect. Ri- like writers who can, who who can, who have conviction in something, and they state declaratives, and they fucking shake you. You know, like that's what Nietzsche would do. You know, he would he would rip stuff. And you're just like, what the.
0: fuck? And was, he was funny was fr- though. And
1: he was funny, and he was, yeah, he would clown himself, like or turn <laughs> things back on himself. I mean, and it's kind of like. I don't know. I feel like five years ago, it was like not cool to bring up Welbeck and I bring him all the time. Well, now. I mean, I but was he, old actually going to
0: do that, but he's in but, that tradition yeah.
1: of like old literature, bro. Just like spitting fucking facts. Bro. They're not facts, yeah. but like he's do someone's, I, sp- and then you're, you're just like well, jolted, God. you know?
0: Yeah. Cause I was about to say this because, nice. um, no, when you're saying, like, when you're going to write and you need to be reading something that's, like, yeah. energizing you, like, I'm feeling this with elementary particles. Your first like, time reading it? It is, yeah. Nice. I mean, I've read, whatever, I read Submission, I read the new one, which has not been translated.
1: You read it in French? I,
0: no. Okay, so I wrote a thing about this. I was, I'm not going to say what book start, but I was on Lower East Side. Yeah. And I was just browsing, and I see Annihilate on the counter. And I was like, wait, this hasn't been translated yet. Why is this here? And I asked the clerk, and they're like, oh, yeah, we just got it in last week. We got in two copies. I was like, are you kidding? Like, this is it. And he was like, yep, there it is. You stole it? I bought it. They like, were selling it? They are selling it. Where is it? Out at home. But Dude, let me get but that, no, bro. But then I'm like, I was researching everywhere. I was like, there's nothing. On the internet. And then I realized, as I was reading, it's a Google Translate. Oh. Because it's all literal. Like, I don't really speak French. But, like, right, I could right, tell, right, like, this right, is right. not right. English. Interesting, interesting. Like, for example, he was grilling a cigarette, which is whatever, got you, cigarette. Got you, got you, So, anyway, I, I ha- I've read nice. a new one. I've nice. read serotonin, and now I'm on Elementary Particles. Yeah. And, no, like, I, first of all, like, as I keep bringing up, like, I love a writer who can make you laugh. Like we gotta have some fun here. Like we can't be serious all the time. But it's through this humor, like, that he really gets you to think about some deep shit. Right. Um. About our culture. About ourselves. Right. And I like. I need to be reading these kinds of people. Yeah. To write something interesting. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's um. Or
1: what? The last conversation I did with uh. The last conversation I did that I posted was with my uh, old professor, who mm-hmm. was a, a Faulkner scholar, okay. the, the head Faulkner scholar yeah. of the Faulkner Society. And he spit a bar like that about how, because Faulkner, you know, he got narr- you know, he got narrators like like Jason's like this, like the miso- fourth third part of Sound of the Fury is like this kind of misogynistic money, only concerned about money guy. Yeah. And he's doing all these rants, you mm-hmm. know? They're just like, <laughs> And and there's all kinds of race, you know, race stuff from how you grew up, you know, and and people doing rent. And it's like the ability to look at the the ugly, difficult things in the world without judging them, but also without sentimentally excusing them. Mm -hmm. Well, the structure is probably a little different. It's a little more like, I don't know, whatever. Everyone's different. But, yeah, you got to be looking at something that's hard to look at. Like, that's the thing. People are like, you know, crude things about my book. It's like, oh, he's like he's saying these things about like how he looks at women and stuff like that and it's like first of all first of all the yeah. book, like it's not about whether i th- think that or yeah, not exactly. this is a these are perspectives that are in the world yeah and they're there whether you fucking close your eyes to them or not bro yeah. are we going to look at them that you know what i'm saying so there has to be some element of that it's not about me but but that's part of the performance of making it someone who's like i'm saying these and <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, Wildeck does that a lot, and you also the good thing about that book is you know, he's looking at uh, and that's another thing with this because you, you get a lot of like um nihilistic writing that's that's uh portraying a really bleak view of the world, mm-hmm. and then and it, people will read this stuff, and and some people will think it's cool or something, but it's like the thing you're satirizing if you're really doing it well you're not happy that that's could be the case yeah my narrator is not happy about the way things are going the way things have gone he's saying them but he's not happy about it yeah. welbeck i don't think is happy about this possible view of the world where everything is reduced to like the sexual market you know all this stuff yeah. but the good thing about that book is you get some backstory on his upbringing yes with his mom and it's it's all a reaction to the hippie you know his mom Mm -hmm. being a hippie and leaving him when he was really young so you know almost anything it's another thing it's like you can portray an outlook and you can amplify it for the novel but then it's also good to show where that came from and then it's like then we're just looking at a thing and turning it rather than making it indicative of everything that's the thing too it's like people are like oh what the fuck is this slang is this philly slang what it's like no motherfucker it's all of my damn slangs mine through all the you know what i mean it's not it's not the it's not emblematic of some you know like
0: yeah
1: that's what that's what i'm not yeah i'm that and that i'm not i I don't know bro like
0: I, i wanted to get into the slang though because that's part of what caught my attention in the beginning because what other books are doing this you know, yeah. I haven't found it <laughs> yeah. through the whole way through. Yeah. And it made it, yeah, it's, it's funny, but it's also really relatable. It allows this level of, again, this vulnerability, because like, this is a real guy and he's right. talking as a normal person. Right. And I see how I like it repelled a lot of people. Yeah. In reviewer with reviewers, like, I can't tell you how many people I've tried to get to read it yeah what is this fuck boy like what (laughs) is he talking about why is he talking like this i'm like okay but why are you so scandalized if like everyday people we talk like this
1: yeah because people unsuspectingly look down on people they deem intellectually illegitimate with disgust while purporting to be
0: something else i don't know i think it's very revolutionary i have to say and I hope to see I don't know. I mean not that I want people to copy you, but like there's something that I think we can learn from. I think know?
1: uh yeah, I think any any good literature kind of tricks you into think it throughout all time. Kind of tricks you into thinking it is not literature. Yeah. That's 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 a recurring thing. You know, when it arrives, it doesn't seem like literature and you're just reading it and you're like Oh, this is i think i saw people say that about like salinger about like uh hemingway like this do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where it's like when at first you're like oh but this could be literature too you know what i'm saying um and uh also i was thinking that i was thinking about this with like um yeah just like a a project being self-contained in its own world its own universe and having rules that it adheres to and that manifesting linguistically in some ways too. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. But that's funny. Yeah. I, it was, it's also like, yeah, a weird subculture and like, yeah, I've been thinking, I don't, I don't like identitying myself too much, but there is a thing where it's like, it's a pretty particular experience in like parts of the Bay area where like, um, yeah i don't know there's just like like stockton like part of sacramento mm-hmm. where it's just like there's just like a or even like in, in terms of like asian american identity yeah of like just kids who wear like jordans and sure. like and, and, and no that's a thing you, yeah. know, you know it's like it's like a thing and it's like pretty not i don't know it's like i was fully aware of like the weird repellent effect it can have on people um how would you get the UK version, by the way? Did you order online?
0: I ordered this on ABE Books. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. Nice. I, I, I haven't seen that before. Yeah. What? Th- this is... this Is the UK That's version? That's the UK version, yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't even know. Nice. Y- you know uh, what's funny? I had it lying out, and my mom thought this was Bad Bunny. Hilarious. Yeah. Let's go, dude. <laughs> I know, slightly, but... Yeah. Anyway, no, but see, you're saying that the repellent effect. Have you found that it's also... Open people up to reading who, like, don't normally read.
1: For sure, dude. I mean.
0: Because I've recommended it to a lot of guys I know who, like, don't normally read, but I'm like, but you would get this.
1: Dude, I fucking, yeah, there's a professor at USC who flew me out there to talk to the kids. Yeah. And uh, it was intro to American Studies. There's two. It was English class and then intro to American Studies class. And it was, they read it over four weeks. And a lot of them, it wasn't English class. A lot of them, it was the only book they they read, but they all fucking read it, dude. It was wow. sick. It was sick. It was like, it was like ran. It was like a r- random bunch of bunch of kids. Um, huh. But um, yeah, that's the thing, man. It's like in the literary world, it's like people think that people reading your books they are not fucking reading your books, bro. They're <laughs> just not. Yeah. You guys are reading each other's books, and you guys are fucking doing parties and talking about how great you guys are to each other. That's just what it is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's just what it is bro yeah. that's just what it is i'm sorry i'm sorry to have to tell you that yeah so fuck bro like like you said you, you did spit something like that like, do, you want, do you want more different books or not yeah <laughs> like, i'm not hurting you bro it's just anyway yeah but uh but uh also even now it's like i think you when you kind of come up with a flow that you're excited by, because mm-hmm. it feels different. Yeah. You're kind of discovering as you go, like, Oh, these are the rules. That's something that selfishly I need to get going. I'm kind of doing that. I'm reading this damn Confederacy of Dunces right now. which I never mm-hmm. read. Yeah. You read that? No. Um, but, uh, this, it's, it's all like newer. It's like this kind of, anyway, I don't know. I, I might do, do a talk about it soon, but the slang, the contractions are like very interesting. hmm the way people uh-huh. talk. I mean it's some of them are like OD, <laughs> like they're kinda wild, like yeah. the way he does like but in all overall, it's like it has its own code of like how it's doing it. Yeah. And that can uh, be invigorating when you come upon something like that as a writer, I feel. Um I think that's what I was doing there.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So in your future books. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, is it is it too soon to ask? Like, is that something you'd want to continue with? Like writing in that kind of like down to earth with that kind of language? Always. I mean, I think, yeah. the, you
1: know, o- always, you, yeah, you want it to feel like you're talking. I think
0: I like when someone's talking to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's different at different times, you know, like there's, I kind of went, you know, kind of wild. I, that was the rules of that book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not always going to be, um like that and the point is always to like keep subverting expectations which I think is happening in that book too where I'm not just I'm switching it up you know so yeah um, yeah probably probably won't like contract all like fucking as an intensifier like yeah but that's you know that's how fuckboy was going in dude
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah All right. so all right. so the paperback is out yeah it's been out
1: out. yeah it's been out uh, since January Uh, Uh yeah I'm about to I don't know when yeah my my homie uh or my yeah my my good friend uh harold rogers uh got got his book coming out on tuesday okay it's called uh tropicalia um and uh i'm about to go talk talk with him in a bookstore next week about that nice um and uh yeah and the next book is uh going to be even more of a shit show oh, <laughs> all
0: right we'll have to get ready any other plugs before we go
1: mm, no i think that's uh that's good i think this is, a, this is a pretty uh substantial rip we just did yeah
0: we did a lot cool. no, thanks for doing it though. oh yeah bro thanks awesome. for reading it and reaching out yeah awesome okay. Let's see